Hello, podcast listener. This is Marin Lauka, the owner of Yesand and your alignment coach, here to guide you to greater authentic alignment in your career, your relationship, and your lifestyle so that you can experience true success. What you are about to listen to is a replay of my weekly spark, which is a live video, a mini workshop training that I do every single Tuesday. You can always catch the video version on YouTube or Instagram. Otherwise, enjoy listening to the audio and I will see you again next week. We'll get started by going all the way back, if you can remember, before we began coaching. Can you paint a picture of what life was like and how that brought you to Yes And Stores? I was very distracted because what I wanted to do was educating more than one person at a time through workshops and through articles and online courses and lots of different things that I had kind of developed a knack for. I was just so busy with so many different things that I wanted to get rid of something. And frankly, the thing that I really wanted to get rid of was the clinic. So that progression had started when we, when we first met. And so then when I went to your event and when I first had a conversation with you, it, it became more apparent what I wanted. I mean, I had a pretty good idea anyways, but um, being able to bounce that off of somebody was really helpful for clarity there. So I hear you saying from that place of feeling distracted and feeling like there was just too much going on and wanting to get rid of something, you already had an idea of what you probably wanted to get rid of? I think so. Although maybe that's just with the benefit of hindsight, because I think at that time, I probably would have instinctively tried to hold on to the clinic. If I had been slightly more dishonest with myself when initially communicating with you, it probably would have been a lot about how I wanted to master all the systems of one of business in the clinic or whatever. But I, I knew pretty quickly that I didn't want that at all. <laughs> yeah. It was so exciting that our very first coaching call, you had already shut it down. You had yes. already closed the clinic, which was yeah. such a testament to when we take the step to do something like invest in coaching or whatever it is, this representative of I'm setting an intention to do something, to change something about my current reality. Mm -hmm. The changes can happen really quickly before we even started coaching. Going back a second to, you said your inkling probably would have been to hold on to the clinic. Why was that the case? What were the stories going on in your head? Well, that was my, I was identifying myself as a chiropractor who worked one-on-one with people in this place. And, you know, I had all of the, all of the image that I had worked out over the last three, four years. And it was good for what it was, but it was not going anywhere. So I hear one of the main roadblocks that prevented you from doing that before us working together or you deciding to work with me was that identity piece. That was your identity and what you had been doing for so long. And so just the weight of that was enough. Right. And it, it was the, it was like the natural progression of like, okay, I finished chiropractic school. I start my own business. It starts out really tiny. It's in a closet and it moves into a slightly bigger room and then it's slightly more busy and da, 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 da. But there's always this um, ceiling, I think, that uh, that probably a lot of people hit. And this is so, all of us, myself included, we go through the natural progression of things and it just kind of snowballs until we're like, this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yes, so yes. did you did you have a moment where that was the case? No, it was a period of time. Divorce was happening at the same time that pandemic was happening. At the same, like there was just there were a lot of things that were happening at the same time. Strangely, I feel like I could have easily wallowed and been like these things are happening to me. But I was I was lucky enough at that time to have support 
and then have met people that I could talk to and things like that. And then you and, you know, therapy and everything like that. But yeah, I don't, I don't identify necessarily like a, a light bulb moment. It just felt so natural when I took the actions to close it and everything that it was, it just made sense. So obviously I'd done something. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you spoke to just how much was going on in your life and in the world all at the same time. Yep. So when that was all happening, what made coaching stand out as something that made the cut for one of the support systems that you were going to choose to invest in when so much was changing? Right. Well, I knew I needed support of a certain type. I, I wanted to make a transition, not just into unemployment. Like I wanted to make a transition in, into an area where I was unfamiliar and needed more accountability. I knew from my time in clinic that there were things I didn't like to do, but still had to do. And I did them. I didn't like them. And it was, it was a thing. And then there were also some things that I didn't like to do and I didn't do. My point being like, there's a lot of things that can be skipped and still be very, just be irresponsible, just be financially irresponsible. And those happened and I didn't want a repeat of that. And I more importantly wanted an accountability partner who would kind of keep me on track through this incredibly, like, you know, you could do a million different things every single day and still never get closer to the actual end goal when you're talking about this entrepreneurial style of work that I wanted to get into. So I definitely wanted guidance and then the ability to make things pretty concrete and then the ability to have skills to meet those goals. That was not something that I think therapy would have accomplished. I don't think that, I think that one-on-one -on -one coaching would have probably been, I mean, that was the natural, again, the natural progression. I had been in masterminds and you know got some stuff done and it was pretty cool. And I had been in really cool, very interactive online courses that, again, met some needs, but not all of the needs. So I, it, was, it was one of those things where, okay, well, this is, this is naturally what's going to happen now because it's just what happens next. When you need <laughs> more help, you search for more help. <laughs> yeah. So tell me then, when, when you were thinking about coaching, you were like, this is, it was the natural progression. You wanted more help. You wanted that accountability partner as you were making this change, navigating lots of change. Tell me what mm -hmm. surprised you about coaching, what exceeded your expectations, what was different, especially again, putting ourselves in the mind of someone who is at the forefront and considering something like coaching. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I like that it was very clearly a partnership that was guided by me. That was something that was very clear right off the bat. There was no advice. It was a lot of reflection. And so it was I, like I learned very quickly what my responsibility was. And, you know, strangely, initially, my responsibility was to take it easy on myself. I was grateful for the additional permission to kind of let things cool down before launching into the next thing during the initial part of our working together. So that was a big part of it. It was that, that partnership, that relationship. I wouldn't necessarily call it surprising. Like I was expecting that kind of relationship and was happy that my expectations were met and exceeded to that extent. Like I feel like a lot was taken care of. I had a lot of wins 
during these last six months. So speak to that a little bit and fully brag about yourself. What are the, what are the wins that you experienced? I also want to highlight for a second as one of the wins in case you don't is that period when you, when you gave yourself permission, as you said, yeah. to rest and to like be with what was and not force something or feel what so many of us feel of like this obligation to be productive or like whatever the story is. That was the first half of our work together. It's time mm. to rest and reflect and chill yep. and be with life. So that that's for sure a win that you already mentioned. You know, and I wouldn't have mentioned it. So I'm glad that you did, but it was so significant. And I feel like the only reason I'm where I am now, which is strange, like it's not like I'm in this place again, where you, we talked about this last time we talked where it like, the results of my working with you was not that I scaled my business 10 times over, right? Like I didn't, I didn't make a bunch of sales in 30 days or anything like that. Like I have yet to release a product. I'm definitely closer. Like I'm working on releasing the product and it's happening every day because of the things that we did every day. But I, I, I feel like, you know, things like building systems and schedules, the, the things that I noticed that you offer in the experience that you're talking about where it's like, um, there's financial freedom and then there's goals and then there's uh, self-doubt, like all of these things that were addressed, like I recognized like work that we did in every, every one that I've seen so far. Some of the most significant wins were definitely in the beginning where I was able to recuperate a lot. And, and that was, I think, critical. Like, I think that there's no way I'd be where I am without, without having had that rest. And how would you explain, you said, that's, there's no way I would be where I am. How would you explain where you are? Um, content. Like, uh, you know, things are happening as they're happening, and I'm doing the work. And I am not attached to an outcome. I'm just being exploratory and creatively a lot more free than I was before and and I'm a lot more okay with it. I have an honest process at this point where, you know, I do work every day and then I kind of explore like what, what's gonna happen as a result of that work? Like what's it gonna be? Is it gonna be something, is it gonna contribute to something or is it just keeping me sharp today? You know, like mm -hmm. a lot less attachment to the outcome of like this blog post needs to get done and this video needs to get done and these things need to happen. So it's it's very much, I'm still in this, formative process of like deciding what Surefooted is actually going to be. And now having taken on Megan as a partner in that and collaboration was initially like one of the main ideas that came out of wanting to work on Surefooted was collaboration, working with people. So yes, yes. I am taken back to our first or second session when we had that future self visualization yes. and the image that I'm so excited to see come to life. And as you're explaining it right now, the openness that you have, which is night and day from what the conversation was six plus months ago of just mm -hmm. being like, I'm in this exploration phase. I'm in the formative phase of what this is. I'm open to collaboration and, and collaboration had, had kind of always been the center point and the focus, but the way that you've enacted collaboration and really talk about collaboration, I feel like has evolved so much in that it's like collaboration with yourself, with the parts of yourself, with your partnerships, with, with right. your business and your clients, with the type of product you have with like, it's just like, it's become so 
multidimensional. Whereas before it was, oh yeah, collaborating with people on business <laughs> would be great. And now it's become like this even bigger vision. And so along those lines with the openness and the evolution, I'm excited to see that come to light. And I'm excited to see how it's identical to what we saw while also being completely different. Like I can, right. I can sense that it's going to be like, oh yeah, that's what the forest meant. And that's what the compound meant. And yeah, I'm definitely very curious. You know, I'm remaining very, very curious about it, especially based on timeline. Like that looked so concrete to me and I feel right now like I'm working hard towards that end towards that compound like it's not necessarily that I'm working on the first step because really you know or like the 90th step in reality because I've done 90 steps or whatever <laughs> but it's 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 very clear in my mind like that was still one of the most profound visits far and away that that you and I shared I think because it was it was really that has stood out to me and, and I've been able to go back to that so many times. And it's something that I very clearly still want and that I wanted before I even knew that I wanted it. You know, it's, it was just so vivid and real when we, when we actually did the exercise, it was, it was a no brainer that, you know, something to work towards. Yes. And that statement that you just made about like, you knew you wanted it before you even knew what it was. And then yeah. when you had that experience of the vision of like, oh yeah, like this is for sure. And now having that to return to, I think this is a really interesting aspect of coaching. I don't claim to be the expert of your life because I'm not, you are the expert of your life, nor mm -hmm. do I have advice for what to do. That's for other experts and support systems that you have. It's really drawing out your own advice. Before I knew what coaching was, if I were to hear that, I'd be like, like, why would I pay someone, especially that much money, to like tell me what I know? So explain just a little bit about why it's beneficial to have a coach along for that ride, even though it's ultimately coming from you. I have done so many value meditations and vision boarding meditations and exercises and ways to dream intentionally by myself and with small groups. And it comes back to being pretty clear on what the goal actually is. When we are in the thick of it, it's very difficult to take that step back intentionally. And so it's really easy to just get lost in the day-to-day. -day. Having a coach, it was very useful to come back to, oh yeah, I said that two weeks ago, that's right. And that was because I said that two weeks ago. And that was because we had that awesome talk two weeks before that. You have these regular checkpoints that keep you at least sort of on track. So you're kind of like going like that instead of just away and away and away. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Obvious there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great parallel to a meditation experience or a retreat even or a conference versus a coaching relationship in that right. you can have profound absolutely experiences at a workshop or conference or meditation. And then what happens? It's up to you, right? And so that goes yeah. back to what you said earlier, where you were really looking for that accountability partner to ensure that this, yes, the vision happened, but also we revisited it 11 times. And therefore it was like really built into your, to your system, to your structure, into your reflections. And I also appreciate your honesty. It's not like it's this magic pill either to just oh. like send you forward and, and all of a sudden have, you know, whatever someone thinks of as success. Right. It's right. still part of this process. And actually, how would you define looking at coaching that six months as a whole? Would you, in hindsight, still define it as that accountability relationship? Or would you define it as something else or a different description of how this interplayed with your journey? I am really into growth 
at this point. And I think that it's, it's largely in part of our six months together and, and it being intentional, like there has to be, you know, you can read a lot of self-help books and you can take a lot of, again, online courses and you can do all sorts of things to make yourself better. But one of those things is to have the integrity to say something to somebody and then follow through with it. That accountability is part of being better. So, I mean, there are going to be different seasons in my life that maybe I can or can't afford a one-on-one coach. I can imagine I will work with someone one-on-one again because it's, it was so, so helpful. The financial considerations being what they are, it's not something that everybody can do all the time. And that's fine. That's not everybody needs to do it all the time. Like it's mm-hmm. definitely something that has benefits at, at appropriate times, which I imagine um, many people go through many times in their lives. <laughs> so if they're being honest with themselves anyways. Absolutely. And you know, from this is kind of pulling back the veil of, of yes and business, but that's what I've loved about adding in a group membership to my business model is that one-on-one coaching is for sure the most profound transformation that I see with my clients. And mm-hmm. I think of your timing of when one-on-one coaching fell in your life. I can't think of something more perfect than, than one-on-one coaching during that time and to have that space and to have that level of support. Mm. And like you said, financially, but also like energetically and just like whatever is going on in your life, we don't always need that level of intensity, of intense, even if we value growth forever, we don't always need that level. And so that's why it's great to have a bunch of different support options within Yes And to have something that's not as like, we're about to do something in six months and we're <laughs> going to get it done and dive really, really deep. So I have two final questions before we wrap up today. Thank you again for your time. One of them is we've explained this transformation from before the picture you painted before to the journey to after. Can you imagine what would be your reality right now had you not had a coach through that process? I imagine I would have a job now. I would certainly not have the home that I've built in the way that it's been built because I wouldn't have necessarily had the vision to build it the way that I want to build. And that's, and that's a big part of the content generation that's coming now, the, the things that I want to work on. I have the courage, I would say, to live in a way that's kind of outside certain norms because I've become more comfortable with myself mm-hmm. as a result of the work that we've done. I don't imagine that that would have happened on its own. I love that answer for so many reasons. First off, imagining myself in someone else's shoes and hearing you saying, well, I would have had a job by now. I feel like like societally, I feel like people would be like, wait, <laughs> isn't that what we want? So I love that part of your answer. And we'll explain that in a second. And then being comfortable with yourself and how that foundation, and I speak to this all the time, but you experiencing it and having this story to share of what is possible when that becomes our foundation is that you right. can make those authentic decisions. You can live in an uncomfortable place because mm-hmm. you, you have a why. You have a really strong why that is unshakable because it is you. Explain just a little bit more of not having a job right now. Why is that ideal and why would having a job be the thing that would have been misaligned? I don't know that anyone's going to pay me to do what I want to do unless it's in a more direct way or, or in a way that I've set up the systems to do it, right? I, I want people to pay me to teach them. Like that's that's the goal. I don't want somebody to set my hours or my schedule. I really have been valuing staying at home for one thing, having flexibility to homeschool my son. Like I have this freedom because of the lifestyle that we're trying to lead. Uh, I definitely appreciate that a lot. 
the homeschooling piece, the very first session, that was one of your goals to homeschool yes. your son. And then the last session we had when we were going through that goal list and being like, so how did things happen? I loved your reaction. You were like, no way. Yeah. yeah. And like, I remember we didn't, we didn't ever talk about it again beyond that. It was just one of those things and it still happened. So right, right, exactly. Which goes to show when it's when these goals come from a place that's actually you, that's actually what you want. They're right. going to happen. And of course it takes intention and and even, you know, who knows, speaking that goal aloud could have been enough to set it right. in motion. And that's why it was so awesome session 12 to be like, "Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I'm homeschooling my son and it's in like the perfect environment what I imagined and it's yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. All right. Last question of the day is, would you recommend coaching? And specifically, who would you recommend coaching with Yes And for? Yes, I definitely would recommend coaching. What I am exploring in my work now is how challenging transition can be and how challenging change can be and how monumental the change that most of us face actually is like it's it's pretty serious stuff many of us discover that we stopped having goals some time ago we've been driftless for quite some time or drifting along not really it's getting very lack lackadaisical about life i liken it to somebody coming into my office because they're in pain it requires more than one visit it requires more than one thought about a thing before change happens. It requires regular accountability and check-ins and insight and goals. And you have to, you know, actually think about that and then reflect. You can do that in conversation with somebody, but there's those biases that exist and the, that conditioning that exists even between two people who are friends and things like that, where a coaching relationship, there's a little bit more objectivity. And when you find the right coach, you are obviously the right coach in this case. I heard a lot of insight and I got myself to a point where now I can do some self-reflection and get a little bit further. I feel like I've worked myself to that place with your support. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can take those tools that we built together. So that very much collaboration at first, and now you have this toolkit then yes. take forward. Right. Right. And I, and I've been using it since, I mean, I've been using it for the whole time that we were working together. And since we stopped working together, I've still been using it regularly. Like everything, everything that we've talked about pops in every once in a while. So. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Do you have anything that you would tell anyone who's considering coaching, who's thinking, I don't know, should I do this thing or not? Yeah, this totally has to be at the right time. There has to be a moment where you realize that you can't do it on your own and you've tried it in other ways. You've tried it this way, you've tried it this way, you've tried it this way, it didn't work those ways. So it takes a fair amount of honest self-reflection to realize this is going to be this hard and have this cost. Like these things are, these things are necessary. Otherwise I can keep on getting a little bit further ahead or just kind of plodding along and just doing doing whatever you can to try and make whatever quote unquote change you're trying to make. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I know that it's going to impact a lot of people and, and help in the decision-making process. It's also, of course, just fun for us to revisit this conversation and explore yes. all that's transpired over the last six plus months. And of course, we'll be connected moving forward. And thank you so much. Thank you for your time today. Thank you very much, Marvin.